Let's start. What are you interested in now? What are you working on now? Well, it's a bad time to talk to me along those ways because I'm really interested in just trying to get rid of uh, get rid of my tinnitus. To uh -oh. be honest, um, I don't know. I'm just trying to write tunes. My I developed a partnership with Michelle Lake. Uh -huh. We've been we put out a record earlier this year that was fun. So I'm trying to broaden that, get gigs out of town. Um, I've actually just to as therapy for the tinnitus, I've been trying to learn how to sing. That's been fun. Uh -huh. Just old, you know, New Orleans standards. And I've been doing that on a gig uh, I play, well, a couple gigs. I'm going to go back and do it on a, a gig with Kevin Clark at Mojitos, which is real tratty. And then uh, gig at Three Muses. Uh-huh. But basically, I, I see myself as a... somebody who's a great jazz player I try and pick at jazz a bit but my days of I listen much more to classical music than I do to jazz uh -huh. but I'm always book. always trying to write that said I've only written one piece uh, in the last year in September I broke my wrist too, uh -huh. and that kind of led to somehow to the tinnitus I'm not sure how but the stress over that led, led uh -huh. the tinnitus to come up. So, how do you uh, look at? Uh, I mean, there's a lot you said there, so I want to go through that. What um, in working with Mashiach, How do you what what kind of how do you look at what that is as a as a as a duo as a as a as a well, project or the music that you involved with that? You know, have you heard her sing? Many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like super strong. Mm -hmm. She just gets better and better. Um, I'm trying to direct her towards more standards just to start doing, you know, someone to watch over me and mm -hmm. the man I love and summertime and mm -hmm. just things like that. She's inclined towards, you know, old blues. And what I like about her is she's not a Billie Holiday type singer. She's a, That's such a relief, right? Yeah, she's a Bessie Smith. Yeah, and or, she's, yeah, she also doesn't do the uh, often pervasive. If my baby is with your baby, whatever that thing is that's going on now, endlessly out there. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, and she's got the country thing. Yeah. So, yeah, lovely. If I had, I don't have a CD, or I give one, give you one. We're all sold out the first round, and, and she didn't like the cover, so we're reordering. It took a while to reorder. You want to come to our gig? This week, maybe I can give you one. Where is it at? Chickiwawa. What day? What? What day? Wednesday. Wednesday. And this is my day before I leave town, so yeah, I'll try to get by for that. Um, what, um, now you said you weren't playing, what do you look at as you said, you were talking about playing jazz, that you're not really a jazz player, and what do you look at as the distinctions that make a jazz player as, to, as opposed to not because you listed it can't be the tunes because you just listen to things like someone to watch over me and things like yeah. that 
I mean, I I like to play older traditional jazz. I can kind of fake modern jazz and fake funky stuff, but basically I'm a trad guy. Uh-huh. And I like the types of music in other cultures that are related to the ragtime and swing era, ragtime and trad and early swing era. Uh-huh. And in Brazil, that's Choro. Uh-huh. So I've really investigated Brazilian music. I'd love to do more than that, but I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm at a little bit of a conundrum because what I've always done is try to put out records. Uh-huh. And now, like, nobody's buying records. Right. So, fortunately, the Mashia album was put out by Dale mm-hmm. at Chikiwawa. And if I can get well... I'm going to have a Best of Tom put out by uh, Van Dyke Parks. Oh, yeah. His label. That's cool. That's very good. And because uh, he, he loves Gottschalk, and I love Gottschalk, mm-hmm. so he, we bonded over that. But the, otherwise, there's no real jazz. There's some Brazilian tracks, and I love the French false musettes, too. I've written a bunch of those. That's kind of the equivalent also of rag or hot jazz because of the strophic form yeah because of the form which is A A B B A C C A that's and and, and ragtime you'd have D D as well sometimes but Shoro and Musette are the same Uh and it's just fun especially with players like Evan where we can jam on A for a while or, or go through the form and then, then pick the sections that we want to improvise on. Uh-huh. And that just keeps things very fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, and keeps it fresher than I, I tell people you go to a jazz club and even if they're pretty good players, you know, 12 courses of A, you know, can just get tiresome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but you can avoid that if. With, with these tunes, so uh-huh. plus nobody else is doing them. Uh-huh. Plus nobody else can play that stuff like Evan. Although since the demise of Donna's, I haven't had a chance to play regularly with Evan. Just uh, like French Quarter Fest and Jazz Fest and things like that. But I'm hoping to get back once I'm healed of the tinnitus and, and play again with him some Are you originally from New Orleans? I'm from St. Louis. That's what I thought, because I looked and I saw that you went to the university up there. Yeah. I went to art school first, got my undergrad, and it was kind of pointless. Uh-huh. You've seen my drawings. I'm right yeah, here. Yes, you're, you're really good. Yeah, I like them. Uh, yeah, I could, I could get pretty good at characters when I'm in shape. And then I went to Wash U to uh, another pointless school, really. Uh-huh. I just went to that school because I had aspired to get a degree as a... I wanted to be a music journalist for uh-huh. three years. In fact, I was a freelance journalist uh-huh. for three years. And uh, made my living doing more of that right before I left St. Louis to come here I did these $40 concert reviews and I I did get to hear a lot of rock and I did get to hear a lot of jazz I was a jazz and rock reviewer uh-huh. my rock reviews are so nasty though that eventually they, they 
fired me from that part. Just, you were just, just slam, slamming the bands too. Yeah, heavily, yeah, but I just didn't have the right view. I mean, what could I say about what? What about Fog Hat? Was I gonna like? Yeah. You know? <laughs> or Wendy O. Williams? I didn't. I didn't know what to say about them. I tried to write about them musically. You know, yeah. and there's not. That's not the point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is why. I mean, a lot of shit. I'm with you. Yeah, it's it's a drag out there the way that the way that it gets written. Of course, it's ended them in the soup. I think the fact that they that they can't actually talk about music now for 30, 40 years of rock and rock music means that they only have three things that they can talk about, which is whether someone's got a record coming out, you know, who's in the band. You know, you have to stick to such subjects that really make everybody look the same. You know, I mean, you know, yeah. it's the same story again because they can't get into any kind of nuance or detail or, or anything in case it becomes critical. You know, it's a, it's a yeah, big the, fashion the, show. The most analytical they would get is saying who they are derived from, yeah. you know, who are they're inspired right. by. Yeah. And now, like, well, journalism's just falling apart in general, yeah. you know, as you know, the time's picked. So I got bored with the lack of follow-up question. You know, I, I like I was just like you know, if a guy says something, he's supposed to know what he's up to, and then they don't pursue it. You know, just like never comes up in a, in a discussion. Here, a guy says, "Well, I'm into uh, we're really into the Beatles, and we're into so whatever their line is." And you expect yeah. the following thing is, "What do you like about the Beatles?" Yeah. <laughs> or something. You know, it just, it just doesn't happen. It, it's just like a given set of parameters that that implies that everyone's just supposed yeah. to understand, you know, it's yeah. funny. Um, but anyway, not to go there, but, so you were from St. Louis, what, 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 do you have a music background in your family? Yeah, my mom was a pianist and an organist, and my brothers and sisters all played instruments, and in fact, two of them are still professional musicians, one is a weekend warrior on all the string instruments. Wow. In fact, I could show you. Yeah, sure. A bit of his stuff. And then, then my sister Sheila teaches at Delgado. I've talked to Sheila before, yeah. She's a singer, right? A good singer. She, she is. She ran up for a couple of my operas. She was all She was nice. I should talk about them. She's a sweetheart, yeah. Um, so, did you come by the, your taste for ragtime and that kind of piano, the styles derived from that kind of piano playing because of? Yeah. Your mother, and because uh, of those, the, if she was play a pianist and organist, or absolutely, my mother played uh, ragtime and also Chopin and you know Beethoven, just the classics. So I got to hear that stuff really young. And my brother was a flat picker, a la Doc Watson. When I mean, he could play like that when he was fifteen, you know. so I got it got exposed to a lot of that, whether it, I don't know how much it's really seeped into my music, but I like that stuff, I like bluegrass, and I remember he used to play that, the Viva Lobos uh, guitar, yeah. preludes, I love, and, I love the Black Mountain Rag, man, I yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, that's great, man. <laughs> banjo, He shares your uh, your very uh, your both very certain kind of crisp preciseness. Wow, he's really 
Yeah, yeah. Right, you're all going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's impressive. I'll show you a couple more, but I don't know you get the idea. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I had, you know, and he introduced me to Grateful Dead tunes. I didn't play any of that. I liked the Beatles when I was a kid. Uh -huh. But I was a non-pop kid, totally. Yeah. And I'm still not very comfortable with, certainly not with current pop music. Yeah. What do you think? What does it turns you off about the current about pop music then, maybe, and even more now? Well, now I can look back at the '60s and see that they were writing. Some people were writing melodies, uh -huh. and I do love Randy Newman. Well, Paul Simon is talented. Billy Joel had his moments. Even Elton John, who uh -huh. I despised when I was a kid. So, yeah. um, well, now. I mean, it's all rhythm, you know. There's the, the melodies are very. Yeah. I'm just. Removed harmony, removed melody. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, I know not everybody's like that, but uh, the people who get to the top seem to be that way. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure there are people out there graded all three. Um, what I love is Brazilian music, especially. Amazing they, pop music, you yeah. <laughs> They have the best pop music going, yeah. you know. They still have rhythm and, yeah. well, rhythm is a given. You know, fantastic melodies, great harmonies. The educated populace, like they, all the people can, can sing, you know, 500 sambas. Yeah. They all dance. They all know their pop music and your pop music, too. <laughs> yeah, it's just got great. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Brazil fourteen times. Oh, wow, wow, wow! So, and you know my Brazil album, sure. But yeah, that's a great record. Yeah. So I feel like I did what I could with it. I'd love to go down and, and if I won the lottery, I think I'd go down and make a uh, an all Scott Joplin Shoro album. Let's discuss that because actually, want, what I want to do is you, you said a couple things here about co composing choros and composing ragtime and compo I don't know, know a bit maybe, but look into a little bit is what your processes of, of of essentially writing in. They're not classical or traditional forms exactly, but what is your process for integrating? Um, I mean, in other examples, I remember you were writing klezmer tunes that were interesting to me back uh, when it's all the keys and, and then some I remember and I, and I was interested in how you go about putting something together if you get an idea about a kind of music you know what's your approach for keeping it in a style or or deviating from or or where you see these kinds of lines or how you roll how you put things together well I have my own harmonic language which is jazzistic and bluesistic but does have a tinge of that harmonic minor in it that I like from Eastern uh -huh. Europe, uh -huh. Chopin, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if Klezmer Nuthouse is really a Klezmer tune. I don't know enough about Klezmer music to, to know even what the form is. Yeah, I mean, I'm not asking from the perspective of, 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 of realism. I mean, Ellington did, you know, it's not like the Latin American suite is really Latin. It's great music, you know what I mean? These are the inspiration. It's fine if it's the inspiration. I'm more sort of going after it. 
what the process is of how you feel your way through something like that, you know. Well, it just seems to me that I've heard, I just listen to as much of the stuff as I can. Uh -huh. I probably have 300 Brazilian albums, try and get, get the character of it. And then, uh, lately I've been writing it down as I compose it, uh -huh. which is not the way I, I grew up writing music but lately it's like if I get four bars oh great write down those four bars mm -hmm. and then if it works keep going write the next four you know I, I pretty much am stuck on four bar phrases you know 16 bars every once in a while I'll have an extra bar but I'm kind of stuck I'm very old fashioned but you know I think there's there's a call for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nobody else is doing it. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then it seems once I get the A section down, a B will just pop in my head, mm -hmm. and um, and often a C. So it's not surprising that I would write a three bar, a three section tune, and might take me two days mm -hmm. to do it. Um, yeah, I'd like to play you um, my latest tune. Sure, I'd love to hear that.